Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. My name is Amy Felice. I am a singer-songwriter, and I am a huge fan of cookies and socks. <laughs> Ooh, what kind of socks? Um, just all like all kinds. I try to my feet are always cold. <laughs> yes, same. And so and I feel like I express like I express myself through my through my fun socks and mm. I'm always gifted socks, so I have quite the collection. I love that. Hello, my name is Atik Iqbal. I am the music coordinator for NFL Network, NFL Media, and I guess I'm a songwriter now. Uh, fun fact about myself, a lot of people don't know this, but I can, I think I can do Donald Duck's voice. <laughs> Wait, we got to hear it. Can you do it right now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, that was amazing. I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to drink a lot of water to do it. So oh, it's hard. really? Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. I love yeah. it. I used to do it for my younger siblings, and I did it for uh, my nieces and nephews. And every now and then, if I see a kid, that's you know, I've I've used it as a like a icebreaker sometimes yes. with kids. Oh, that's so cute. Well, today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Next Life, written by Amy Felice and Atik Iqbal. I know your story, Atik, but for the audience, can you tell everyone how you got into songwriting? You know, all the credit goes to Amy. Um, we had met at SingCon in December of 2019, and... Uh, I was listening to some of her music and I really liked it. And throughout the, that day conference, I think we became friends. And so we ended up having coffee maybe like a week and a half later. We were talking and she was just, we were just getting to know each other. And um, she said, you should write a song. And I'm like, I don't know how to write a song. Mm -hmm. and, then, uh, and then I think I was like, you can help me write a song or teach me how to write a song. And she was all for it. And then I think in January, we set up a, a few sessions and we mm -hmm. had a couple of Zoom calls and uh, calls and tried to get something going. But really with this song, Next Life, what happened was, I think, you know, uh, like eight weeks into the pandemic, I was uh, sleeping on my couch and I'm, Amy knows this story. I was sleeping on my couch and I woke up in the middle of the night with this chorus in my head because I was missing this woman mm -hmm. that this you know song is about really just missing her and the chorus came to me and I knew it had to be pop and I, I know Amy was a little hesitant about the chorus but <laughs> but she was all for it and she really helped me in in just the process of songwriting. I know at some points she may have gotten frustrated but really she just you know she she told me, you know, why should the audience or the listener care about the chorus? And she really just helped me, guided me and was able, like, really helped me tell the story um, in this song. So it's really all credit goes to Amy. And uh, she's a reason that I guess I can call myself a songwriter now, too. Oh, wait. Do you guys remember what the chorus was that popped in your head? Because I'm interested to know why. Amy was 
maybe a little hesitant about that. Uh, next life, I call dibs. That was, you know, next I called dibs. I was just missing her, and I was, you know, just missing this woman, and uh, just that's what the chorus came. Next life, mm-hmm. I call dibs. You know, that's what that's that's honestly it. And um, and then she, you know, she she was all for it then, you know, and 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 I, you you can ask her about it, you know, like really, um, she's really instrumental in in bringing this to life and uh, putting this out in the world, you know or hopefully one day out in the world, but it'll (laughs) live in this podcast at least. (laughs) Yeah, Amy, I want to know more about your songwriting process with Atik. How was it working with um, someone where this is a brand new experience for them? Yeah, uh, when Atik showed interest in writing a song, I thought that was really wonderful. I think Mm -hmm. it's kind of a cool exercise for anybody, regardless of whether they want to be, you know, like have any aspirations in the songwriting world just to be able to express themselves Mm -hmm. through songwriting or poetry or whatever is really cathartic and healing, I think. And I just was so compelled by his story, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, the kind of unrequited love, um, story that was going on. And I felt like it was a worthwhile endeavor for him to, um, get a chance to, you know, put his heart out there. And it, I feel like it releases some of that energy mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and makes you feel really good when you can have something kind of to hold on to in, in the form of a song. And actually, um, I, I actually think his, his concept was really interesting. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the next life I called dibs. I think it just didn't immediately hit me because I hadn't really heard that before as a as a concept, mm-hmm. but then it really grew on me and f- it felt really romantic. Like just the idea of like, Hey, it didn't work out this time, but maybe in another life. And you know, it's, I don't know. I found it to be a really romantic concept after all, and was happy to help him uh, develop the song. And what I didn't want to do was like force it into any like specific form. Uh, I wanted him to really feel like it was, his lyrics, his perspective, his voice, um, all that kind of stuff. So that when he listened to it, he felt like it was his song and not like me just taking his idea and doing what I would do with it. And she was really amazing about that too. Really, really amazing about, about this being my voice. And actually she really wanted me to sing this song, but I have no musicality. And, um, and, and, you know, she's just been amazing in this process. And, you know, she's through this process. I, I think Amy's become a really good friend, you know, like, I think, I think she can feel my pain and I can talk to her about this, you know, outside of, you know, so I'm really, really grateful for Amy and this opportunity. And, you know, like, like I've mentioned, like, I get to put this out in the world, this love that I have, this unrequited love, but it gets to live on forever. The story gets to live on forever. So I'm grateful for that. Grateful to Amy for that opportunity. You know, uh, I never thought I'd ever do something like this. Um, so yeah, you know, I, and I, and I really do appreciate that. It was like, she let, or she was able to craft a story for me in a way that it was my words and it was me speaking to this woman. So it's pretty, pretty amazing thing, you know, that we, we were able to accomplish. So I'm curious to know if you guys hit like any roadblocks at all 
or maybe like clashed ideas because you know you said that Amy you presented like that one line kind of um after your dream and she was hesitant but she you know realized that she really really loved it because it's in the song yeah so did you guys hit any yeah did you guys clash at all with ideas before no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I think it was just learning how to do it. And right. really, like I said, she was like, why does the listener want to care about the chorus? Right. Mm-hmm. You have to get the listener to care about the chorus. And then she really reiterated that. And then we, you know, like I've said, it's a condensed version of the story. The song is a condensed version of the story. Right. Um, but, you know, as at as heartbreaking as it is, it's also still hopeful, you know, like, and mm-hmm. I think Amy with her melody just does an amazing job with it. So kudos to her. Yeah. Amy, did you have any trouble with this at all melodically? Um, you know, I think the, 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 the hardest thing I think, especially for any writer, but especially for a new writer is that, you know, there's so much to say. Mm -hmm. And when you're writing a song, you know, you really are condensing it. And so, you know, when you're phrasing and, you know, working on a melody, you have to, you know, make sure that those things work. And so sometimes cutting out words or cutting out parts of the idea can feel like it's cutting out part of your soul Mm -hmm. (laughs) and part of your story, you know, and so finding a way to capture, like still capture the essence of the, um, the, feeling or the idea and uh, making the melody feel, you know, authentic. Like he said, I wanted it to feel, to have like that sense of kind of nostalgia and kind of that, like, I'm going to be okay, but <laughs> it sucks <laughs> um, yeah. vibe to it. And, uh, you know, Atik was really, um, you know, so I think too part of the hard, part of the hard part was, um, you know, kind of figuring out, what I knew he wanted pop, but that's like a huge umbrella. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, figuring out like references, mm-hmm. um, and you know, things that maybe he wanted it to sound similar to, like if it was on a playlist, what playlist could this go on? Mm-hmm. Um, so we were kind of playing around with some of those things and it, I think it can sometimes take time because especially if you haven't done it before, oh, yeah. you might think I want it to sound kind of like this, but then when you hear it like that, you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. So just, I was just really interested in making sure that I, um, did hit, you know, whatever that idea was in his head that I could capture that and make that happen for him. i uh-huh. 
what were, do you remember what some of the production references were? And are they extremely different from where the production ended up going? I think we sort of wanted that, and Amy can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we were sort of going for that Lewis Capaldi vibe mm-hmm. originally. Uh, and I think we just shifted it just as as the process was getting going and we were working with the with a session singer mm-hmm. to sort of hone it out. And, and I think I've, I, Amy might be able to speak and she definitely can speak more to this, but the, the end vibe of it, I think in my head, I know what it sounds like, but I don't know if, if Amy would agree with me in that regard. Yeah. We kind of had that. Um, he kind of mentioned the Louis Capaldi vibe, mm-hmm. but then also going, you know, one of the things he said, you know, was kind of the pop vibe. So I was trying to kind of combine the two, like, I didn't necessarily just want it to be fully acoustic. So I wanted to like have some electronic elements in there as well. And then also the, the vocalist on it, um, you know, something that would really suit his voice as well. So that it felt, uh, not forced, like, you know, authentic and, uh, you know, we kind of just, you know, went back and forth, like, you know, in terms of like, do you, do you like this voice? You know, how how do you feel? And I think Atik was really good about, um, you know, letting me know along the way what, what he felt about things. Yeah. And, 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 and to Amy's credit, you know, I know that it sometimes I'd come back late to her and she was just really great about working with me. And, 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 you know, honestly though, Amy, you like, really helped me you know in terms of like writing song and how to approach your song and like the notes taking notes and 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 also um being able to convey to the person that i'm working with hey give me some time to like listen to this and and get you some feedback so really like you know she was amy you were really great about that so i'm I'm grateful that you you were very patient and i know I imagine it was a little frustrating um, at times. So, but thank you so much, you know, <laughs> a lot. So, you know, I, I'm grateful to you. So. No, it was my pleasure and not frustrating. It's, it's all part of learning and in, in terms of, of uh, helping you t- to get the, the result that you want mm-hmm. and, and feel really, you know, that's the goal is just having something at the end of it that you feel really good about. And especially as a new songwriter, you know, as a working songwriter, I'm, I'm always thinking about, you know, either my audience or the brief or Mm -hmm. uh, the artist that I'm writing for or whatever. But like in Atik's case, he, which is a beautiful thing, he kind of gets to write the song for himself. And I really feel very strongly that if you don't know how to write, if you, can't hit the nail on the head for yourself will be really hard to hit it for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm real, yeah, that's a great point, Amy. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And to your question, Lisa, whether or not I would do any more of these, really these songs are just personal things that I get to share and put out in the world, you know, mm-hmm. um, that it gets to live forever. And I'm grateful that Amy was able to help me tell this story and, and it'll live forever stenually. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I do want to say I really love the intro of this. I love the atmospheric sounds. I felt like even though, you know, it's the intro and I don't necessarily know what the song is about, just looking at the title and then hearing that in production, I really appreciated that because it definitely set the tone for it was that 
was the intro hard for you guys to piece together? Because that can actually sometimes be a roadblock for some artists. That uh, you have to ask Amy about that. She, you know, I mean, we had the lyrics laid down and then she, she came up with the melody and the, um, the atmosphere and, and really just asked my opinion and what sounded good to me, but, uh, I would defer to Amy on that. Uh, you mean like the musical, the production elements of the intro? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I, a lot of that just had to do again with kind of the references Mm -hmm. and going over that with the vocalist slash producer who worked Mm -hmm. on it with me. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you're, you know, doing this a lot, it's like, it just kind of comes, you, you start to get the ideas quickly. And, and same thing with like a teak, you just kind of play around with it right. and make edits to it. And then you find something that sounds really, it really is like playing. Like you're like taking pieces of things and, and saying like, how does this sound? How does mm-hmm. this feel? And, and editing from there, using that like as a piece to edit from. Yeah. And that, that's where Amy's expertise comes in really. The, 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 especially with the melody, right. I, you know, I will say that I was trying to learn to play guitar before the pandemic started. So ha- not having that musicality really was, I think, to my part, I, I couldn't have as much of a say in it. But, uh, you know, like I said, Amy and um, the, se- the the session singer really were great about like my feedback and stuff. And Amy being able to convey the emotion that I was trying to, especially the emotion, convey it to the singer, you know, and um, mm-hmm. she was really great about that. So. Yeah. I also really love the guitar. It's a very warm sounding guitar that I really enjoyed as well. And then it also, you know, has its own melodic hook to it. So Amy, was that something that you pieced together or was that someone else's idea? The melodic hook in the guitar? Yeah. Yeah. That was actually um, our vocalist, he played the guitar as well. He's like one of my best friends in the whole world and we work together all the time. And so again, again, it's like, I, the best way to describe it is just like when you work together a lot, you just, yeah, it just clicks. It's like easy to kind of like play off of each other. And, and, you know, we talked about wanting those guitars in there and, uh, you know, piano and all that kind of stuff. And, um, he's just a wizard. So, yeah. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And again, like that warm tone, I felt like really went with the lyrics of this song. Um, and even just his voice too. Very, very yes, well done. His voice is amazing and so full of the emotion that I really wanted mm-hmm. to capture for the song. want to know you guys what your favorite lyric line is in this song you know um amy knows this and this goes to the story uh brief encounters too much time apart that just is the situation right Mm -hmm. so that to me always resonates that's a part that always gets gets to me like that you know, and then uh, I told you that I loved you and you said you didn't feel the same way. So that too, you know, mm. oh. but 
Yeah, the brief encounters, the too much time apart, that really is something that, you know, in, in the story of this, um, it just not having enough time, not not being able to spend enough time. And then, you know, also, I do particularly like, um, took my heart when you left for a job across, across the country. And, you know, the whole, I love the whole, I mean, just, it's a story and, you know, like I love it it's deeply personal because i can every single word i there's a story to it you know and um you know uh, it's it's funny because amy was talking about having to cut out words and you know i know in in uh, i want you to be happy and successful there was so much more i wanted to say with that yeah uh, but we had to cut it down and and make it uh, concise but yeah I, I i love all the words of the song though to be honest <laughs> with you i love that Amy, do you have one? Yeah, you know, I, um, it was so much, um, such a joy to be able to like see, like all of these words are antiques, really, you know, mm-hmm. and I just kind of helped him fit them um, into the song. But it, it was amazing to just like see his heart <laughs> wide open and so vulnerable. And that's really brave. It's really brave oh, to yeah. be working with a stranger and, sharing these like deep feelings that are, you know, that you put in your, you know, own diary or journal or whatever. And I really, um, I'm really honored that I got to be a part of it. Um, one of the lines that stood out to me was, I hope it doesn't take as long to find you so I can have you for that whole life. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I love that because I just feel yeah. like in life, sometimes it feels like time is not on our side. Yeah. Yeah. And like who can't relate to feeling like they wish that they had more time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah. one to me just really resonated. And also the line, I want you to be happy and successful. Wish it could have been with me. I mean, that's really the ultimate love, right? The kind of love that realizes that sometimes the best thing you can do for someone is let them go because yep they need to go, you know, chase their dreams and yep. and do what they feel. And I mean, that's truly amazing. And not everyone would wish that. <laughs> right. No, for, sure. 100%. for someone. Yeah. <laughs> so both of those things, uh, it just both really touched my heart. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got to get those in the song for him. And, and even like, you know, he was talking about having to cut out the words and this is just great little tip for somebody is sometimes if you can't fit everything in a song, that's just means there needs to be a second song. Yep. <laughs> All right. And we got to write gotta a second do part two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Let's do it. Um, you know, like I'm, I hate to even say this, but I'm kind of getting emotional talking about this. I'm uh, getting emotional. Atik. Yeah, I'm getting well, emotional. The vulnerable, you know, when I first did this and was, I was so apprehensive about sharing it with people, you know, mm-hmm. just very putting my heart out. But yeah, you know, like it's, and Amy's heard this in our conversations, but you know, like really this woman is the love of my life and I want her to be happy and successful. And I really did wish she could have been with me, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. So, but I'm glad I can put this out in the world, share it and the story. And thank you for this podcast because the story gets to live now, you know, with this, with the song. Well, and honestly, just like Amy said, thank you, Atik, because it is so hard for people to be vulnerable, even to like people that they trust, you know, and, and you were just that with her and you guys created this 
beautiful song and that is super relatable. So, um, yeah, just thank you to you for even opening up and sharing your story. Yeah. Thank you. You know, um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer in, uh, things happen for a reason. And mm-hmm. I was supposed to meet Amy for a reason. And, you know, there was just a whole chain reaction, uh, to, to, to being at SyncCon, you know, and, um, and, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, do you guys have a favorite production element in this song? That's a good question. I'll let Amy answer that. (laughs) I think that really as a whole, I like it. But for me, the biggest, uh, like for me, my favorite is just the, is the vocal. To me, that's what really um, carries the song and and makes it feel, you know, intimate and personal. And it was was something I was super excited about when we were writing this. Like I kind of already had the voice in mind <laughs> that I wanted to use for it. Um, and I, I feel really happy that um, the, with the way that it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it, his, his vocal tone in this just really encapsulates like the whole meaning of the song. Yeah. So I think he did a really, really great job. Yeah, Absolutely. Aren't you glad I didn't sing it, Amy? <laughs> no, well, well, but honestly, now I'm curious, Atik. I want to know what you sound like. Yeah, I mean, you could always still do your own. You oh, know, of course, I know. Then, yes, yeah. of it, uh, your own or your own karaoke or. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. The, yeah, of course, you know, and and that's a great point you bring up is that I can that the song is so personal to me that I don't need to like look at the karaoke and and i imagine if i if i practiced it enough i could mimic our session singer mm. so but yeah maybe maybe i should take a um uh, maybe i should look into taking a couple vocal lessons just so so i can be able to sing the songs that i co-write or write yeah well and didn't you say that you took a um you started learning how to play guitar right I did yes. before the pandemic started. So. Yeah, so you can totally try to play this on the guitar yeah. and sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll make it a goal. <laughs> Love that. All right, guys. Well, do you have any other cool, interesting facts about the writing, the production, or the recording process of the song? Uh, no. Um, I, I can't think of anything at the moment. But, um, yeah, Amy, do you have anything? Yeah, I think it's, I think it was just, again, really cool that you took it seriously. Mm. Um, you know, that, that I would say something like, Hey, you should try writing a song and that you would take the initiative to do it and to actually, you know, make the time, schedule it, be willing to put yourself out there be willing to, you know, listen to the different drafts and like open to the changes or, you know, edits to the song and like kind of that whole process. I just feel really proud of you. And I think that, um, for all of us, like it's inspiring to say, Hey, if we want to do something, we can put ourselves out there and we can try it and not be concerned with necessarily like perfection or what the, you know, Uh, accolades or 
or the end result will be, but just feeling good about the process mm-hmm. yeah. and feeling good about putting yourself out there. And like, that's ideally what songwriting is all about is helping people to connect with others, to connect with themselves, to connect emotionally, spiritually, all those kinds of things. And, you know, I, I think that it's something that more people could do, not, not for the sake again of like doing anything professionally, but just, you know, it's like when you go to art class or when you go dance, like you're not necessarily doing those things to be a professional, but doing them because of the joy that it brings Mm -hmm. you. And, you know, knowing that other people might listen to Atik's story and feel like they have something that they want to say and they might want to hit up, you know, they're friendly songwriters. (laughs) And, yeah. you know, because yes. it's a great way that we get to, to serve our communities too. A lot of times songwriters are in the background. Yep. Um, and so getting that connection and being able to help um, our friends and family, it, it means a lot to us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not that trained to real, but yeah, you know, like um, I think, I think to Amy's point, it wasn't really, there wasn't no agenda of, of anything I, I think for myself is in that um just to do it for myself and have it just for myself to say that I did this for myself and uh I think I think because of the work Amy and um the vocalist and um put into it I I it just turned out amazing and to be able to share it was you know I think it just ended up being like icing on the cake that that this song is so good and produced so well and uh the melody and everything all the work amy did just is amazing to uh to be able to share that and to be to have my name attached to it too so yeah. i'm grateful for that i think that's the thing that means the most to me Aww. yes well guys can you tell everyone where you, they can follow you on social media let's uh let's start with atik uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SportsGuy786. Yeah. And on LinkedIn, Atik Iqbal. Nice. And Amy? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media platforms as Amy Felice Music or at Amy Felice Music. And, uh, or my website, amyfelicemusic.com. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. I loved hearing about this journey and I'm so excited. Hopefully you guys have more collabs coming up too. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Seriously. Really appreciate it, Lisa. Such a pleasure. Yep. And here's your exclusive listen of Next Life written by Atik Iqbal and Amy Felice. chance at a moment but I didn't think too much of it you reached out we became friends it only took one night to know what I wanted it didn't go far still you took my heart when you left for a drive across the country tried to stay in touch but I couldn't rush it you needed to go chase your dreams brief encounters too much time apart if i can't be with you in 
Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. 